We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up and welcome to the coming to you live Wednesday, August 23rd. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Miffin. Got JD Silva with me. Hello. Got Taylor Peterson. Here with a full rotisserie chicken <laughs> to pay off my bet. Uh, context will be provided here shortly. We've got Nick Crane on the call. Teams are pouncing on all these players that Thunder are waving and cutting, man. It's like, what are they doing? All these te- pouncing, man. Can't get enough Usman. Taylor, you're out of... <laughs> Yeah, I got Taylor a little, just, uh, got Taylor a little fuzzy there. <laughs> that was weird. So if you're watching live, I hope you are tonight. Um, we're going to start off with Taylor, who, as he mentioned, has a whole ass rotisserie chicken in front of him. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor, you want to explain this a little bit? Silva, do you have the PDF pulled up? Because I never I found d- it. <laughs> I do. Uh, so anyways, uh, I was talking to one of my coworkers uh, at my supervisor a good friend who has been listening to the podcast i don't know probably sometime at some point uh, during the season last year really kind of gotten back into it with the draft and summer league and everything of that nature so he's listening and he's very confused by these rotisserie chicken references that we've had over the past couple of weeks and so for those of you that are tuning in and don't remember uh, one of our favorite traditions we have here on the uncontested we we're trying to come up my gosh it's probably three years in the making now what is a fun way to preview the NBA and more specifically the Thunder season? We don't want to do the same thing that every other national and local podcast does. So I think it was Jacob came up with the Thunder and NBA bets idea. Uh, and so that's where we go through, make some fun predictions and more realistic, some a little more fun and more spicy than others. And uh, anyways, we'll have that coming up here in another month or so, really. It's kind of crazy that we're getting that close. Thank goodness. But 
So one of the bets I still have to pay off is Silva. And I believe the context here is about this time last year when we were in the preseason bets podcast. And I told you guys the Beagle is freaking out right now because I have a full chicken here on the desk in the office. Uh, But I think the the context here is around this time last year, there was that guy who ate a full uh, rotisserie chicken for like, what was it, 40 straight days or something? Yeah. Asinine. Uh Uh-huh. And so, uh, anyways, so uh, one of his his bets that he had, and so I'll, I'll let you give the context of the bet that I lost, but was to eat a the loser had to eat a full rotisserie chicken on the podcast. So here I am, my full rotisserie chicken. Jacob will appreciate this. Sprinkle a little meat church, uh, holy cow seasoning on it oh, during the reheat go. today. Why because- are you putting holy cow on a chicken? Well, I I know I know what kind of weird a son of a bitch season. are you. And I wish I would have thought and planned ahead and I would have actually reheated this on the smoker and then done it right and then got it crispy. Anyways, so got a little buffalo sauce here, a little ranch. Obviously, we have our chicken. Hold the chicken up one more time so we can get a screenshot. And um, here, hold on. I I, I got to screenshot this so we can tweet it out. It's taken apart slightly, but it still works. Let let me know when you're... (laughs) I got it. 100% got it. I'm not going to lie. Beautiful screenshot. I'm not going to lie. I would not want to be eating a rotisserie chicken on this podcast, but all the seasoning and the buffalo sauce, like, I actually kind of yeah, agree. it's it's, it's one of the better bets I've ever lost. If, if that makes any sense, it's a sense. privilege to be. You're honest. only using your hands, right? Correct. I'm not allowed yeah, to use any utensils. You guys, you guys ever been to Medieval Times in Dallas? No. Oh yeah. Okay, I figured Jacob would have. <laughs> it's just... like this. It's like this old like jousting place where they put on this performance and they're like telling this medieval story and you sit in these bleachers like you're in old school. I guess old school is not even the right term. Like so it's kind of like way back in the day. Tulsa and OKC, but like way more mm. medieval. Almost like I know it's like Tulsa. It's, it's a like show. You're, like with it's like you're watching my guy, Bobby Baratheon. Oh, so yes. this is like yes. medieval. At the, like, uh, tur- at the turn of reason. the kings. Yeah, but medieval the, the thing is, beat. I'm all in. Yeah, but you ha- you can get like beer and they serve a meal, but since it's medieval times, they don't give you silverware. So you eat like corn and turkey legs and like the whole meal, like there's like dessert and you have no utensils. And so I can relate to the pain Taylor's going through right now because that gets very messy. Hey, quick question. And I need full transparency and full honesty on the podcast. <laughs> have you guys ever bought a rotisserie chicken at the store and just ate that son of a bitch in your car? Like in I'm the parking lot? In my car? No. <laughs> what? No. Not in my car. What? And I and I eat in my car all the damn time, to be clear. I, I have an, on one occasion bought a rotisserie chicken. I was so hungry. I just ate it in the parking <laughs> lot at the store. I'm surprised nobody else has done that. Okay. Well, that's why you're in that's, that's why you're in great weird. shape. Uh, you're you're willing to do whatever you have to to meet your protein goals for the day. <laughs> uh, all right. Another thing on this pod tonight. Uh, we were talking pre-pod. Apparently, according to JD, we have 22 different sound drops for this podcast. I don't know what all 22 are, but it is JD's job on this show tonight to at some point play all 22 sound drops. So you guys are in for a treat tonight. Taylor's munching away on some chicken. JD's dropping sound bites, 22 of them. It's going to be a show, gentlemen. Bro, Taylor, chew with your mouth closed, too. (laughs) If you don't shoot the you. buffalo sauce you. once you're done. <laughs> shoot. Hopefully there won't be any left. 
So what, hey, did let's... you find the, the bet that I lost? I'm I did. forgetting what it was. Yeah, the exact bet is a a major sports publication will write a 2022 redraft within the next year, and J-Dub will fall in the top eight. And I uh, won that one pretty early into the season. <laughs> I think I took that one just because I... You wanted to eat the chicken. Ones. Yeah, no, you, were, you were a J-Dub hater. <laughs> Hated the J-Dub. What can I say? <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk some basketball, gentlemen. Uh, uh, oh, shit. Here we go again. I'm going to do my best here. One of 22. Yep. We're on the way. A few newsy items for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Two players, both from the Houston Rockets, originally from the Houston Rockets, rerouted to OKC through Atlanta. Ty Ty Washington and Usman Garuba have both been cut from the team. They have both cleared waivers and are now free agents. The Thunder are now uh, down to needing to get rid of three more roster spots to meet the requirement for the beginning of the season. Thoughts on Tai Tai and Usman being gone? Well, um, it appears they're not in, they, and they have not been claimed yet. So there's not a huge demand for these guys. Uh, it's, I think this makes a lot of sense. I, I personally saw a small chance that a guy like Garuba could contribute over a guy like, I don't know, JRE as a possibility. Um, and we saw some reports that like Garuba really liked OKC from overseas. Uh, but I'm ultimately not too surprised by this news. I mean, not too surprised. the context, I think Jacob, you may be getting this too, is like those moves had to happen to sign the two way guys. So there's like levels to it. Like if you look at it at the surface, Oklahoma city waived two guys that were first round picks in the last three years, which seems like, Hmm, do they have too many players? They have too many assets. Are they doing too many trades? But they got paid four first round or four second round picks for bringing them on. So they already won. They needed to waive those two guys to sign the two two way guys that they wanted. So it's like, like how I, I haven't been on Twitter a bunch. Like, have fans been pissed about this? I don't think so. I, I think a lot of people kind of expected it. Some people thought they would take everybody to camp and let them play it out. Um, Taylor had a really good point that. Part of this, like that, there's a a big conversation between front office and players and representation. Like, if you're Tai Tai, do you want to go through training camp and get to October 15th and then get cut and be scrambling, no. or do you want to get cut now so you can go find another team to play for? Right. right? And some yeah. of this could be like agent favors and getting these guys out of here now. That way. Uh, they can find a landing spot. Nick, to answer your question, it's not as much, hasn't been as much Thunder fans, I don't think, on Twitter as much as it is. <laughs> don't Taylor, mind those me. fingers are some greasy boys. Oh, yeah, and, and Rumble is licking Please, and please. So, do we have a sounder your, for this? Keep your fingers you might out say the frame. it's a little sloppy. <laughs> keep your fingers out There's the two. frame, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> We, could, we have a lot of we have a lot of up. sounders for this specific scenario. It's been more so like non-Thunder fans, <laughs> fans of other teams, such as say the Rockets, who have been talking about like these guys getting cut, or like I've seen Mavericks fans like, oh, go get Garuba ASAP. 
maybe there's a reason that they've been traded twice now. They've been salary dumped twice and both cleared waivers. Right. Like that's not by coincidence. Yeah. Like, could they, could they both end up being solid players? Yeah. But the reality is if you want to gauge on the market on how NBA teams and front offices view them, you've got it. Like Jacob said, move twice, cleared waivers. Doesn't happen to good players that teams around the league are, are set to pounce on. Totally agree. Does it, maybe this is getting a little too deep in the weeds and, and too hateful. I don't know. Does it give you any sort of satisfaction that they were rockets picks and the rockets just pooped the bed on both of those selections? Eh, a little bit. Cause didn't they trade them to clear the way they, they traded them along with something to make room for Brooke Lopez. Was that mm-hmm. who never signed? Point? So they, so they gave, um, at least that's what the rockets front office said. That's yeah. So they, they gave Brooks more money. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty satisfying. And they gave Jeff green more money. It's like, yeah. Oh darn. We, we didn't get the guy we thought we already let go of, we're actually paid to let go of multiple first round picks. So, Let's just give this money to Dylan Brooks, who was already overpaid, and Jeff Green, who's like 40. Sounds like a great plan. Sounds like the Rockets front office. Nick, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but they had to get rid of two guys to sign two guys to two-way deals. Uh, those two guys signed to two-way deals were Lindy Waters the third and Olivier Saar, two guys who are staples for the OKC Blue and Thunder two-way spots have seen a lot of NBA minutes as well as two-way guys. Lindy obviously getting bumped up to a regular contract last year uh, from his two-way. I don't believe Sar has ever been converted up. Um, maybe in the tank year where they got uh, the, the Chet Holmgren pick because it was so easy to sign guys that year because of the COVID rule. I can't remember. Regardless, are you guys surprised that they're bringing those two guys? You're allowed three two-way spots now, so we know them. They are Lindy Waters, Olivier Saar, and Keontae Johnson. Those are the three guys on three-way deal. Three guys on two-way deals, <laughs> not on three-way deals. We're not getting that spicy on the podcast. Oh my. Uh, <laughs> um, Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. <laughs> any surprise? It's a. That was a good. That was a good one, Silva. Great. Any Wonderful. surprise that they're bringing back guys that have been on two ways for so long and not rotating other players into those spots? I've got. I've got some strong thoughts on this. Um, oh, I'm ready, Nick. With strong thoughts, I multiverse. Thank you. I was waiting for that one. Um, I think this is actually like they didn't do this as a signal, but I think it signals competitiveness like these these aren't guys i mean keontae is a whole different story but he's also 23 but sar and waters are not like guys that you're looking to develop for the future that are projects that need the minutes both ways to me this signals we want to like push the limits of the 15-man roster and bring in lindy waters and olivier sar who know the system have played multiple years here and if there's injuries or depth issues or, I mean, there's always like that game 53 and it's like, who's even able to suit up? Like those are guys that while they're not great, when it comes to two way guys that can slide up and play minutes, like 
you, ha- you halfway trust him. Like if Lindy Waters played 12 minutes in a game in February and Olivier Saar was your kind of third string center playing up for a night, that's better than some project pick. That's a pick number 59 that has never played an NBA minute when you're trying to be competitive. So to me, this signals the days of two-way players as project guys are maybe over. Um, and these are truly going to be like extra depth guys in a pinch. I like your point in the sense that the Thunder seem to be transitioning more towards using these two ways, two-way guys as just additional roster spots. Obviously, they won't get the regular playing time uh, just because of, the, of how the two-way contract works. I think the majority of our listeners understand that. But I do really like that point, Nick. I am a little interested in Olivier Saar. Um, I mean, I, I get it to an extent, but I would have rather had like a Garuba in that spot. But the thing is, I mean, you have to think about the other side. There's obviously like there's always two teams. It, it takes two teams to trade. It also takes a player being willing to take that kind of contract where Olivier Saar is probably more willing to do so compared to Usman Garuba. <laughs> Excuse me. Who? Um, that's what happens when you are eating on the podcast i I mean i agree you can't really bring garuba or titan to a two-way like they'll be a little upset well i don't don't think you can um the the rules say that you can't i believe if you're the team even if you even if you could no sorry i meant well sorry okay i see what you're saying if you acquired them they're on contracts you wouldn't be able to then convert but even if you even if you could like my point is, I think the front office values Sar, who's like, if, if you were to say who's got a higher ceiling, who could actually become a really impactful NBA player, everyone would say Gruba because the unknown and the first round pick and defensive upside. Yeah, yeah. But the reality is, Sar's done more at the NBA level. Sar's been in the league longer, and Sar knows the organization three times better than Gruba does. I think that's what they're valuing. That last point is probably spot on as well. I am curious, uh, I, again, not to play NBA conspiracy theorist at the Kyrie of the podcast here, but his younger brother, Alex Sar, who is a mm-hmm. solid 2024 NBA prospect, will be sharing the same agent as Olivier. Uh, I can't help but wonder, you know, if, if Presty may have his eyes on a prospect. Gre- like greasing that. the wheels a little bit. Probably with that damn chicken grease you got. We saw you it with that. We saw it with Leangelo. Hot and sexy and popping. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> didn't know we had that one. <laughs> We're going to get some good ones out of that. We have some strange ones in here. I this don't even amazing. know what the context of that one was. This is my personal favorite. My preference is to be taxidermied when I die. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, Alex, Alex Sar's good. I don't know if there's any real merit to that but I, that will be a fun conversation to have in march april am i is this, is this like a dream i had or did olivier star get minutes in one of those two uh clippers games yeah 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 he was the one that had that baseline bounce pass to uh cutting j-dub for a dunk in that in that win where like Dort locked, right? locked up Kawhi leonard at the end yeah he played mm-hmm. like 12 to 15 minutes that game. Yeah. And they yeah. continued to play him a little bit down the stretch for size yeah. purposes. He he had 22 and 15 in that last Memphis game where nobody, I mean, it's not like he's a horrible player. Like he, he I think he could be a good third string center as your 17th roster spot, which totally is what he agree. is. <laughs> hey, before we move on a uh, few things, number one, we've got a super comment here. 
from Nathan. Likelihood of Mitchich finishing over Chet and Rookie of the Year. Had to give a percentage on it. What would you guys say? Mm. I'm not the one to answer first here. <laughs> 15. Yeah, I'd go like 20. Five. I think I think it's pretty unlikely. I'd probably yeah. I I'm kind of with Silva. I think I might even go under Ooh. 10. I'm pretty bad with percentages. Uh, based off <laughs> the previous segments like this, we've done. You're a freaking land man. You better not be bad with percentages. <laughs> Plus minus is basically a team step. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was perfection. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been waiting. That, that one got me. I've, I've been waiting. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Before we move on to the break, one more thing. Taylor, we need an update. Um, as far as body parts of the chicken, what have you done so far? Oh, I've destroyed this thing. We're like at legs. Uh, Everything gone. We're, we're basically on to the, the breast of the chicken. <laughs> just a carcass now. Just the carcass. We've uh, made some good progress here 20 minutes in. Uh, when this man starts sucking on the bones at the end of the show, we know it's time to move on. <laughs> we're going to take our first break of the night. We will be back in just a moment. Uh, stick with us as we're going to compare the Thunder to the rest of the Western Conference when we get back. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. Gentlemen, uh, it is definitely the dog days of the summer. Uh, it is. It what is. the dog doing? 
So was good at these. You want them all. That was you got a, a, a trigger finger. I mean, that <laughs> was quick. Oh yeah. What Wait what did Drake say? Uh, trigger finger turns to Twitter fingers. Yep. X fingers now. <laughs> In the dog days of the summer, when we don't have much to talk about, it, it's so hot outside. I let my dogs out for like ten minutes this morning. Let them back in, put them in their in their crates. About five minutes later, I hear, <laughs> and then a dog throw up everywhere. Um, That's a sound done without the uh, the audio description, but <laughs> okay, it was horrible. Um, trying to find content, Taylor had the idea. Let's compare the Thunder to the other fourteen teams in the West. So this is kind of a ranking the West tiers but putting the thunder up against each team to decide like who are they for sure better than who are they for sure not going to be better than and who are they kind of in the same league as uh you could see them maybe finishing slightly above or slightly below that team in the standings does that make sense yeah, yeah. And I actually gave some reasoning to shout out at Donnie Hazelwood was he, he reached out to me and asked about this said, Hey, this will make a fun pod segment maybe for the off season. I told him, yeah, I, I like it. And so we put our own little twist on it. Uh, again, I apologize. The Beagle is very excited that, uh, Hey, sit, lay, lay. Okay. Lay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can you, can you run through the uh, exercise one more time? Like you're going to yes. go through each. We're going to c- compare the thunder to each of the other 14 West teams. Okay. And make okay. a decision. Thunder are better than that team. Thunder are for sure worse than that team. Or Thunder are at the same playing field as that team. We could see them finishing maybe one or two games above or below. So we're basically positioning them in a tier in the West. Yes. Okay. Got it. Okay. After we do this, we're going to repeat the process, but in what we think it'll look like three years from now. That would be the 2026-2027 season. Got it. I believe that season will be Shea's last year on his current contract. Uh-oh. Let's what? get started. Thought a sounder was coming there. No. So did I. So much anticipation, man. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. It's too damn All right. Let's start in the Northwest Division. Uh, let's put the Thunder up against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, kind of thinking. Oh boy! And our three options are better, better than, worse, worse than, or level playing field. I'm gonna go with worse than. Interesting. Why? I think they. I think they're worse than them. Well, I think they're worse than them. That's it. Uh, no, I, uh, I think Cat's, if, if Cat is healthy for a full season, I think that legitimately helps. I think they have a lot more players that are ready con- to contribute like immediately uh, across the board. Thunder is still a much, much younger team than them and still have, and are now integrating Chet into the roster, uh, which could lead to some growing pains, I think, early. Um, Ant Edwards, like we're seeing, is awesome. I think they will figure it out as best they can with our guy. As much as I hate Rudy Gobert. Um, and, and yeah, I don't think they're going to be like tremendously better, but I, I could see them being the five and the Thunder, the seven or eight, something like that. You know. So the, the answer to the question, Jacob, is Thunder are blank than the Timberwolves. 
Better, worse, or equal? The Thunder will be worse than the Timberwolves. Do you need reasoning, or is that good enough for you? I mean, that's fine. I'm interested. Taylor, do you agree? I was going closer to equal. I said this is a... <laughs> Goodness. I'm burping. He's, this is he's having he's having the. I really effects. thought this was going to be a great bet to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a sounder of when Taylor slid his phone across the desk in that one episode? <laughs> no. I don't think we ever made a sounder no. of that, but that was another. Someone just raises an eyebrow. No. <laughs> no. The reactions of all your guys' faces when that yeah. happened was phenomenal. I actually, Bro, I, was, I was watching from, I wasn't on that show. I was watching it on YouTube from, from <laughs> and home. You're the one who took the screenshot. Yeah, I was like, what uh, just happened? Prime, prime off-season podcasting here. Uh, call back to our favorite moments. I actually said, uh, I had, this is a tough one. But yes, I think that Thunder are going to be better than the Timberwolves. Hey. And the Edwards is amazing. I don't trust Rudy Gobert. Cap may be out of there. Who knows? Um, the chemistry just seems way off. I, I don't know. Like I, I think on paper and experience, I, most people would say that the Wolves have a "quote unquote" deeper roster, maybe than the Thunder, just based off experience alone. But They're I think paying the roster, like 150 million dollars to bigs next season, right? And I think the Thunder's roster is much more talented. And if that, if that young talent is able to continue to play like a more mature brand of basketball, like we've seen over the past. Really, the the like last year we had, when I think about like the defense rating that the team had top half in the league for the majority of the season and the just consistent style of play that we've talked so much about over the past year two years. For all those reasons, I'm going to go ahead and, and and play the devil's advocate here, and I I think the Thunder will be a little better than the Wolves. Nice. I think I'm closer to even, so it sounds like worse than is going to win out on this one. Next team. In the Northwest Division, easy one, the Nuggets. The Thunder will not be as good oh. as the Nuggets. Yep. Move on. Moving on. It's a pretty easy one. Let's move on to the Jazz. Better than. Better, better than. than. But I don't I don't think it's it's an easy better than. Yeah, I was about to say, like, we say better than, like, how many games by the end of the season? Five? I was going to say, say five or six. six. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Uh, so, I think any belief that the Jazz like overachieved last year and they won't be as good this year. There's also I, the fact that the Jazz owe the Thunder a top ten protected pick next season. Like, true. Does that come into play? And it, when when it gets down to like if they maybe are in contention for a playing spot, do they decide to not make the plane and keep their pick? I mean, don't forget they were right in the contention for a playing spot at the all-star break in yeah February. For sure. like it's not like they were for sure a, and they sat guys had team yeah they, they were they were i think they're actually ahead of the thunder at that point like it's not yeah. like they're they're a solid young group so you don't you do not think they overachieved last year i do i think the thunder overachieved last year too but i, I think that the thunder got as well thunder got better on paper than utah did although the rookie class like keontae george and Taylor Hendricks and like they've, they've got some guys that will be better. Um, so I would say both overachieved, but the Thunder's ability to win a similar number of games is probably more sustainable. I don't know if I believe that Markinen is that guy. That's kind of where I'm at. I, I don't jazz. either. They don't have a shade. Uh, they just right. don't. See, I don't think I, they I, have to run either. I think the same thing, but we were saying that about Shea two years ago. 
the difference is Markkanen is much older than Shea was. Well, and, I mean, and, and the other difference is like Markkanen flat out was not great until this year. Like Shea, you could see like, okay, future star. Like he's you could see the progression. The, you could see the Larry. He was, I mean, there, there was teams like that just gave up on him. Like trade yeah. him away. I mean, he was a guy that was a perennial. Who who will trade a first for Markkanen? Give him like a new destiny. Mm-hmm. He's he was not on the same trajectory as Shea. Can, just, maybe that's big and that's it. Maybe can I say something take. that may be controversial? Oh, Jacob, I both have a spicy take. Okay, Holy you cannoli. go first. Play one more time. Holy cannoli! That was my phrase last year. Whenever was, I was teaching school, shout out Clay. Anytime someone would say something, I would Holy cannoli. I think Walker Kessler is incredibly overrated. That's a bad take. I, I think, think I think he's fine. I'm just he like, got rookie of the year votes. You know, it's team like, USA. I, that's ridiculous. And the team USA nod. I, I I'm with you there. It seems ridiculous. Uh, my spicy jazz take is that I, I think, think he's like he's like a great value Rudy Gobert. And when you're a great value Rudy Gobert, like the only reason Rudy Gobert has value in the league is because of his like elite defense within five feet of the basket. He can't really do anything else, especially offensively. Like he cannot create his own. Like I just think Walker Kessler is a worse version of Rudy Gobert and is at best in his career going to be like a replacement level player. So gotta, I mean, you being like, a, being a light version of Rudy Gobert as a damn rookie is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean like, like, I think, I think that's him like for his career. If, if he never got better and was this productive his whole career, that's a top 30 center in the league. But how just, valuable are centers actually in the league? Like I compared the I mean, center that, that style of this that, NBA. I don't know. I just, the I'm centers a of this NBA running backs in the NFL right now. Right. Like that's kind of the comparison I make. Unless it's Chet. <laughs> exactly. He's multi-positional positionless. Some All right. Let's move on to the next team. We all agree. Hey, Thunder on, better than my spicy jazz hot take. Oh I, I my think Laurie, goodness. Taylor. I think Laurie is a uh, Julius Randall, like in, in the sense of, has one all-star season and is he really an all-star still damn good player Boom. next he is very good um i just don't know if he's that level uh next team the blazers even better with dame, than I don't think they're any better than thunder yep even with dame on the team thunder are better yep all right let's move on to is this the was is it called the west coast division i don't know what it's called i don't know not that is definitely not a division name but, anyways, the Lakers. <laughs> uh, worse than. I think so as well. I kind of like what the Lakers did in the offseason. Oh, okay, okay. I was thinking worse than the Thunder, but you're saying Thunder. The worse Thunder will be worse than the Lakers. Worse. Yes, I agree. And if they're not, something has gone wrong. I assume there are injuries to the Lakers. Interesting. It's not just that the Lakers just can't perform because they're getting older and the Thunder have a big jump. I think I associate the old, the getting older and the injuries in the same vein. But so okay. yeah, that that could be a reason why. Clippers. That's pretty fun. Uh, this kind of want. This is the first one I'm going equal with. Kind of want to go about the same as well. And I say that like Kawhi's incredible. PG is really good. I just don't trust either of them to play fifty plus games next year. Yeah, like I, I think their team will be better 
on the court when they have both those guys, but on average, how often do you have those guys? And what record does that leave you with? And I think it's going to be similar to the one the Thunder have. I'm going to go equal, but not because I actually think the rosters are equal or that the records will be the same. More that if the Clippers are not like knocking on the door in February is like, damn, they're healthy. They're way up there in the West. I think this is the deadline players get moved. Interesting. Mm. I would see it more as the summertime, but I think this is the last, the last run. I mean, those guys are free agents. <laughs> Excuse me. Those guys are free agents next summer. That's what I'm saying. I, I think this is, this is the deadline. They really think about like, man, if this isn't working, you trade some, like one of the guys, two of the guys, like I, I, and that possibility makes me say equal. If you were to say the Clippers are buyers at the deadline, I would say that they're above the thunder. But I think we're all in agreement equal for our prediction. Yeah. The Warriors. Uh, the Thunder will be worse than the Warriors. Agreed. Interesting. I think so as well, but I think there's an argument for equal just with age and health on that team. Like at some point, that team runs out of gas and they just swapped one of their youngest players for one of the oldest players in the league. But for this season, I think it's a, it's a big time step in the right direction. So I think it's a, it's for, I think you even said it yourself, you agree, but, but you agree. So it's a unanimous. How many games? How many games are the Warriors better than the Thunder? Yeah. And Silva, you better, I think we're only at like seven or eight sounders. Oh, you're right. Lord, I know that it can get cold. Okay. But I'm the coldest. <laughs> you asked for it. <laughs> it's another best day off. I actually Nick, had did you have a number the, uh, five, five. I think that's fair. Five I is had fair. The Thunder were going to be better than the Warriors. I just think Draymond Clay aging, Clay injury history, and the CP3 dynamic. I don't think it's going to work. I just don't. They have zero depth. It's a mess with the whole quote unquote two timeline. So if they don't make a move, I think the Thunder are better than the Warriors. J1K <laughs> Smooth remembers Kings. Yep. The Thunder will be worse than the Kings. Oh wow! Agreed. I'm going. I'm going equal on this one. I went worse. I'm, I'm than pretty. The Kings. I'm pretty. Fir- oh wow! I'm pretty firm on equal with the Kings. Why? I just think the Thunder are going to get better, and the Kings had like. The Kings are really good. Can you imagine saying that phrase like 12 months ago? <laughs> I know. We were so there, we were especially like Kings. not not defensively, like offensively, they were vi- like historic. As far as like points, pace, all that stuff, um, offensive efficiency, like can they be historic again? Like I think they're really good, but I wonder, do they take a little bit of a dip in that offensive efficiency? Um, but then you also gotta consider like Domas played injured with a bad shoulder for a lot of the year. I think Keegan Murray could get better, for sure. Right? Um, you flip to the Thunder side, I think a lot of guys can get better because they're so young. Mm-hmm. I would put them closer to equal. And by that, I mean they're probably within two to three games of each other by the end of the year. I think that's pretty equal. I think they're going to be 
better than last year too. Like that's that's always a thing is Thunder will be better. Kings will also be better. I think I mean they were better than the Thunder last year. I just don't year. see a world where like the Warriors are better than either of those teams in that situation if both improve. You know what I mean? Like I can I think that could be the the Warrior. I I'm saying the Kings and the Thunder. You're saying both You're better. saying the Kings and the Thunders will both be better than the Warriors. Well, if they are both better, then how are the Warriors? I don't know. That's where the whole West and, and the competitiveness. I mean, we're talking one to two game separation probably between all of these teams. But, um, yeah, no, I saw the Kings better as well than the Thunder. So rank rank Warriors, Thunder, Kings in your head. Kings, today. Thunder, Warriors. Okay, got it. Interesting. Last team in this division would be the Phoenix Suns. I think we all agree Thunder probably worse than the Suns just because of the star power. Yep. Yep. Okay. Last division uh, is the Southwest division. Let's start with the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, the Thunder will I be better. I think the Thunder are much better. Move on. Sorry. There is a delay. <laughs> hey, I do yeah. like, like, the Spurs got a lot of really fun young guys. I think especially, De- I just, I love Devin Vassell. I really love Devin Vassell. Yeah. Um, but can you guys see the Spurs like tanking the last twenty games? Yeah. Mm. See Wemby not. I could see Wemby not playing. Mm. I think this is like a a Luca micromanage. You don't want to. You don't want to piss off a generational prospect. You don't want to be like the team that I don't. I just I think they'd be very careful with like the intentionally Optics. losing. That dude loves to win. Like. Uh, I think it'd be remiss if I if I didn't say the Spurs actually acquired some like veteran type players, like win now players. I don't think they expect to be a playoff team, but this isn't like the Spurs team that has just a bunch of young guys. Like they have a handful of pieces that are like that's that's actually a, a solid contributor. Agreed. But I still think worse. Thunder yeah. the Thunder are better than the Spurs. Totally agree. Maybe the most interesting one in this division for me, the Dallas Mavericks. Thunder are worse. I could see Thunder are equal. I'm tending to go more equal on this one as well. I, just, I don't have a ton of belief in the three guys starting next to Luka and Kyrie. So I'm just I'm kind of a TB. Uh, Who are those three guys going to be? Is Grant it Williams, Max Kleba, and Josh Green? Josh Green. Yeah. I'm just kind of. I'm curious to see what they will like. What is Grant Williams gonna really do in a starting role? I don't know. I'm I like Grant see. Williams a lot. I think that's their best move of the off season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we're, you know, this is hard for me to say. Uh, I think the Mavericks had one of the better off seasons of any team. I Draft I'm on record. Yeah, I'm on record yeah. saying I love what they did this off season. I think they, they did a good job. They did a really good job. Um, I could just see the Thunder being equal to them. Like, I don't have a ton of faith, especially defensively in that team. I worry a lot. Like, they end the season a bottom 10 defense, right? Yeah. I, and like, I think does Kyrie be... miss games for God knows what? I don't know. Like, they are more talented and better on paper than they've been in a few years. I think that's fair. And, and you're not playing JaVel McGee. So I think right. you're probably better. And, and considering it's the, one of the better teams in the past few years, 
you're saying this is a team that's better or has a chance to be better than a Western Conference Finals team. Year before last, they were Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I just... I get what you're saying. I just don't know if the pieces they added... Like, in the NBA, four quarters doesn't equal a dollar. And losing Brunson and bringing in these other guys, I don't think are equitable. Yeah, I mean, I think there's... We always talk about the Nuggets and why it finally panned out for them because of chemistry and, like, that's so important. As horrible as Luka and Kyrie were down the stretch. You'd be foolish to say two guys that talented should not be a hell of a lot better in game 70 this year. It's fair. Fair. Uh, Theoretically, that's fair. In reality, theoretically... Theoretically, Chet Holmgren fills a lot of the voids. I mean, there, there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of things right. on both sides. For sure, for sure. But in reality, my, my argument was the the guy you're talking about is Kyrie Irving. Yeah, that's fantastic. exactly fantastic basketball player. That's exactly what I had <clears throat> yeah. in my notes. He's incredible, Mavericks. but we've seen right. I, I, I left in it, Boston. I left, and, I left it at yeah. basketball for a reason. Yeah, right. Yeah, Mavericks. I the comment I had or the yeah the comment I had in my notes were Mavericks are better. But the Kyrie factor makes things very interesting. I think you guys summed that up well. I think that's fair. Uh, Houston Rockets, Thunder are better than? Ale. I have Thunder are better short-term and long-term, just to make a, a point. Tingly in my Pringly. <laughs> I have to find a way to use these, to use however many I have left. You can use them out of context. That Justin okay. one was great. I still remember that post-game podcast. Nick, did you say better than? Or are you I thinking? Think, I think it's really close to equal to. So are you going equal or better? <laughs> better. Okay. But but it's it's on that borderline. Yeah, you guys threw out better than like it was easy. It ain't that easy. Do you think the Rockets are going to win more than 37 games? I think there's a real chance. I also think wouldn't be shocking if the Thunder barely won more than 37 games. That's kind of what I was thinking like Losses have to come from somewhere. Yeah, I'd sell one of my feet if come the from the Rockets won more than thirty-seven. You'd what? I'd sell one of my feet if the Rockets won more than thirty-seven games next. That's season. a preseason right. bet That's right a bet. there. No we're, no, we're not even waiting for the preseason <laughs> bet podcast. We're making that bet now. Someone's going to be footless. No, 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 no. you're going to sell your foot. You're going to sell picks of your feet. No. One's more realistic. One of them than the could other. give me more money. <laughs> Both would give you money if you're selling your like. Yeah, but one of them I can continue to capitalize on. No, I, I mean, I my my point is, we like to talk down on the Rockets because they have made some really questionable decisions. Their roster building strategy is is interesting. They push the button too early, but they should be a hell of a lot better with who they like. Bet Thunder or better. I'll leave it at that. But it's not close. All right, next one. New Orleans Pelicans. It's the hardest one. I'll go that's, last here. That's difficult. I'm going equal, just like last season. Thunder were this what? Is some bullshit. Thunder were one game worse, two games worse than the Pelicans than the last year. I could see it ending somewhere the same, one way or the other. It's within one to two games. I agree with that. 
there's been a lot of pictures of buff Zion for him to play another 25 games next season. There is every off. There is like almost every off season. Now that buff Zion. Is it bad that like buff Zion maybe makes me even more anxious. Like I almost would have rather just have seen. Like, He's awesome. More dude. lean. He's awesome. And I think Dyson Zion. Daniels is going to be really good for them. Yeah. I just, I think it's going to end somewhere close to what it was last year. And the difference between those two teams. I'm not sure. I'd love the current construction of the team. Um, but again, I know. Elaborate. Oh, do you want me to? Yeah. What I do you, not, what going do you to... not like about it? I mean, CJ McCollum as your, your lead guard. I, I don't want He's to kind of the guy guard. that doesn't fit because he's so old. Yeah, right. But then also, do they really have a lead facilitator? Like Dyson Daniels maybe can can be that to an extent. I'm, I'm not sure he's shown, though, that he can be the Josh Giddy, Anthony Black type that we kind of have. I don't know that he was kind of comp to obviously Anthony black being the player um, who was just recently drafted, but I, I don't see him having the same playmaking abilities as an Anthony black or Josh Giddy. Uh, as an example, they're going to get rid of Kira Lewis. And then like, who else do they have at that guard position? I'm forgetting about. I don't think Jonas Valanciunas really fits that team either. I mean, he'll probably be gone at some point, like with the trade deadline. Zion's injury history is obviously scary. That's, that's BI is good. Given BI is good, very good. Who did they draft this year? Oh, the Yukon kid, Hawkins. Oh yeah, Jordan, Jordan Hawkins. Which I like that fit, but again, like you need a facilitator, a main yeah. playmaker. I'm just not sure they have that guy right now. Granted, they can easily go out and get that player because of their plethora of assets and young talent, and that's something to keep an eye on. I think they hope Zion will be that. But true, but even then, in the, ide- rather... the ideal world, I think Zion plays 70 games and is your starting five all year. Right. And it's just a, a mismatch nightmare. But like just, to Silva's point, like he at create, some point, I just have to go need... off off reality and what I've seen for what four years now, which is that's not going to happen. Yeah. I would love I, for I think... it too because I think Zion is awesome. I just, I got to see it first. A healthy Pelicans roster is better than Thunder. True. So we haven't, you haven't mentioned Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, Larry Nance Jr., Jose Alvarado. Like they had a lot of Alvarado. Good Alvarado didn't play in the play-in game. Um, who else didn't play in the play? It was Alvarado. Zion obviously didn't play in the play-in game. Play-in game, but the, uh, Larry Nance didn't play in the play-in game. Like those are three guys that are top eight rotation players. Um, obviously a big if. Like. Health is the thing with the Pelicans, but if they're fully healthy, they're better. And they were, and they were like the fourth seed in the West last year when they're healthy. So it's a fair, um, fair point. That said, I'm going to go equal because I don't believe any teams ever fully healthy all the time. Yeah. Last one's the Memphis Grizzlies. Now they're interesting. Better than the Thunder. They're better with the Thunder, um, especially with Jaw, I think. But without Jaw. 25 so games, talking, no jaw, I think plays a big role, but Marcus Smart's such a big better. ad for them. See, I, a, I find them on par with the Pelicans. They're good. They are good. They're good without jaw. I mean, they're they're not winning the championship without jaw, but right. close 25 games, I am not worried. Memphis is going to be fine. How many games better than the Thunder are they? Like, I'm on record, the Thunder are winning 42 games. I think they win 50. Oh wow! Even with twenty five with no shot uh, with no jaw, 
Dude, they, I was thinking closer. Their to like, record without Jaw to this point is damn good. I'm not saying Jaw's not impactful, but like Marcus Smart is. They were eleven games better than the Thunder last year. Is that? Or is it going to be more or less than that? I just said eight. So okay, less. Yeah, less. They're a good team. They are. It's going to be see where they are in three years. Where does that bring us, Jacob? Is that everybody? Uh, yeah, I've been keeping track, but I know we said they're definitely better than the Jazz, the Blazers, uh, the Rockets, and the Spurs. We put them even with, I can't remember who all voted what, but somewhere even with maybe the Wolves, Clippers, Kings, Mavericks, Pelicans. So there's like a group four of like teams. There we said for sure better than four and even playing field with like six. Who are the six? Five, six, somewhere in there. I think, I think we argued names. we argued Wolves, Clippers, Kings, Mavericks, Pelicans. So five. Five. Okay, so that would insinuate they are somewhere between seven and eleven. Mm-hmm. Which, Which I think is probably, without doing this exercise, what most people would say. So I think, it's good, to, I think it's good to do the exercise and get the context. Yeah, no, no, I, I, that's the point of the exercise. Um, I think they're a, they're a play-in team. Are they a team that can make the actual playoffs via the play-in? Absolutely. But um, yeah, they're they're a play-in team. That's that's what they, I mean. As good as they are, as bright as their future is, that's what they are. Let's take our second break of the night. On the other side, let's redo this activity, albeit a little quicker, but imagining we're doing it three years from now. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. All right, gentlemen, let's fast forward three years. I believe it is Shay's Chinese, buddy. I believe it is Shay's final year in his current contract. Um, it would be Chet and J Dub's final year on their rookie scale deal. Josh would be on his new deal. There'd be lots of change. Josh on the max. There would be lots of change. Oos on his last year of the deal. Let's go through the process again. Let's start with the Wolves. About the same. About the same. They have no assets moving forward. Are are Cat and Rudy there in three years? I don't think so. No. But maybe for the best. (laughs) That's true. That doesn't mean they're worse. Ant-Man's going to be a freaking monster. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was thinking equal as well. When Silva and Nick both said that. Um we can Man. go. We can go equal just because I think Ant's that good, yeah, and I really like Jaden McDaniel's Nuggets. I want to go ahead and say better here yeah, at this better. point. Oh, interesting! Really? 
I just yeah. they don't have a ton of assets. They're going to have to start flipping guys to continue to try and build around Jokic. And I think they'll still be competitive at this point because of Jokic. We're gonna cop out and go equal with on a lot of these. I feel like yeah. we got wolves and nuggets as equals. No, we we said better. Oh, Nick and I said better. But okay, Jacob sorry, and... sorry. The Jazz. Uh, I bet, still think better. Better. Oh, I think better. Never enough chocolate, and I can't wait to see more. <laughs> I think definitely better than the Jazz. The Blazers. In three better. years. Ooh. Blazers are going to be fun in three years. I think the Thunder they are. are. Bro, they are. Blazers could be where the Thunder are now, now in three years. Or a year ago. Or a year ago. Nick? No. I disagree. Dude, <laughs> if they flip Dame for a guy that is... Tyler Hero and picks? No. <laughs> if, if that was the package, it had already been done. If they trade yeah, Dame yeah. for a guy, like the Miami thing is off the table. There's other teams that are interested... He finally says, I'll play other places. And they get a guy that's like what Shea was two years ago, where it was like he's got star potential, plus Shaden Sharp, plus Scoot, plus Anthony Simons, plus, plus, like you're kidding yourself. A lot of ifs. The Blazer. A lot of ifs. A lot of ifs on the Thunder, too. Not crowning, nearly you're as crowning, many. You're crowning J-Dub as a max player after one year. And I mean, come on. It's, it's, take they the don't have to off. Be. It's all the same. <laughs> All this I, I only say the Thunder will be better because the Blazers haven't yet drafted the guys or acquired the guys via trade that that are gonna be there to make them, you know. They better. definitely could be. I just oh yeah, yeah. yeah judging off what be. I know right now, I'm going the Thunder are better than Portland in three years. That's how I feel. Scoop can get there. Uh sharp. Oh, yeah. I, I need to see another year. Next one, we're going to the to the next division. Three years from now against the Lakers. The Lakers always find some way to stay, you know, true, relatively relevant. Aside from those uh, post post Kobe prior to LeBron era. Um, I think LeBron's not there in three years. No, I think I don't kind of Anthony. I think they're, they're paying Anthony Davis a billion dollars in three years. I kind of think that Thunder are better at this point, only because I think that the, uh, the, Lakers could find themselves and their D'Lo, Randall, Kuzma, who was the fourth player I'm forgetting. Yeah, I don't think they'll era. get to like <laughs> drafting number two overall bad. Correct. But I think the Thunder could are going to leapfrog them at some point. Just the inevitability of it. The Clippers. I think it's very similar to the, the Lakers at this point would be my guess. I don't think the Clippers are going to be very good. Yeah, yeah, I'd give that like a year. Yeah. Like even, arena even, if, and... even if they flipped Kawhi and PG tomorrow, I don't know how much you're getting. Who's the guys. youngest player on that roster right now? Terrence Mann's old, so it's got to be uh, Kobe Brown or somebody. No, like I that forgot they've made some trades and Kobe some. Brown's some... Get old. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, yeah that's um, true. He was a senior. Wasn't who's he? who's the kid they traded for with Denver? Oh, Bones. Bones? Yeah, Bones Highland. Like, He's probably like their youngest player. Probably up there with Kobe Brown. Brandon Boston? Brandon Boston, anyone? Isn't he there? Brandon Boston. That's a a good (laughs) I'm not saying good players. I'm saying young players. (laughs) Someone in their G League team. Do they have youth? His name BJ Boston or Brandon Boston? I think it goes both. Both. I think his actual name is Brandon. Yeah. Okay. The Warriors in three years. (laughs) That's so hard. Are any of the Warriors guys on the Warriors in three years? 
Steph will still be shooting. Steph, Clay, Draymond, CP3. Of those four, who are there in three years? Chris will not be playing basketball in three years. I agree. Um, Draymond, I find that hard to. If they are, they're getting a lot of burn. Um, They do have. I think the I think the betting odds would be like two. Two of the four are still there. Yeah, Thunder will be better. I think Thunder will be. I agree. They're just going to age out, and Mm -hmm. their young supply of players is Kaminga and Moses Moody, who are both fine players. I just don't think either are going to evolve into super. They'll have assets. What's what's Kuminga's nickname? (laughs) You got a sounder for this? Oh, Um, we do have a sounder for this. There it is. That wasn't the one I was thinking of. I thought we actually had a. Uh, I didn't know what to do. A, the Kings in three years. Uh, can I say equal? I it's interesting. Say better. I'm being very optimistic again. Yeah, but... it, I don't think the Kings have the like generational Longevity. star upside. Yeah, Fox is good, but yeah, but Fox ain't. He's I mean, sh- I know shaking. Fox isn't a. Like, he's not a young. We kind of know what Fox is. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and. Shout out to all the Kings fans out there. It was an awesome season. But it's hard for... They have recency bias. You know, do I go with 16 years of history or one year? Right. Like the the propensity for the Kings to F it up is pretty high. Uh, Suns in three years. Oh boy. Also impossible to predict. Of the the big three is... More than one left in three years. I think it'll be Booker and Brad Beal there in three years, and and people will. Does Brad Beal's contract run for three more years? It's a hey. good question. I was just thinking that when Silva said that, because I was going to say only Booker at that point. I was um, thinking Booker as well. But let's see, let's see. My God. Uh, one, two, three, I like four more years on this contract. So okay. holy smoke! So actually, that could be a thing where they're both on there, and Bill's just not talked about. How old like will Bill is. be then? Thirty-four, thirty-three. It's a player option in the last year for fifty-seven million. Think he's going to take that? <laughs> <laughs> player option. Hey, yeah, would okay. you like fifty-seven million dollars, so or would you? Well, shit. Three years from now, fifty-seven million might be the yeah. middle-level exception. Exactly. <laughs> We're going better or worse? Put a sock in my mouth tonight. Great for him. Thunder better or worse than Phoenix in three years. That was in regard to Rudy Gobert, too, which is just perfect. No, that was Darius Baisley. Yeah. Oh, That was the Baisley comment. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to say Thunder better. Agreed. Going with it. I like it. Last conference. Three years, the Spurs. I don't want to be around anymore. I think this one's this is fascinating. Equal? equal. You can't say anything other than equal. I yeah. think yeah. it's equal. I and think it's just equal. going to improve as well with draft picks and the yeah. Mavericks in three years. Is Luca on the team in three years? That's the question. Kyrie's not on the team in three years. No. I would he's... bet a and there, I don't have a large sum of money, but I would bet it that he's not on the team. In three he's years. on another Probably continent. Yeah. There's not years. a lot of future assets. Like, on another for dimension. All those on another reasons. plane. Probably doing Peloton yoga classes. Um, in the Reich. <laughs> yeah, in Asia. <laughs> I think any team with Luca's got a damn good chance. 
So if he's there, I, I think at some point the same criticism Russell Westbrook got, Luca will get. Like it's a great take. Can't bring in the big names. No one wants to play with you. You're you put up these crazy stats, but it doesn't result in X Y Z. Um, until Luca and, and Mavs fans will say, "Oh, Kyrie resigned to play with Luca." Um, <laughs> until he actually gets a free agent to come play with them, there's going to be question marks there. I like that comp a lot. So you're going better or worse? I'm going to say worse. The Thunder are worse than the Mavericks. No, other way around. Other way around. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm with you there. The Rockets. This is this is the one I hate. And and the one I am probably I might even be devil's advocate on. Wow. I they're going to be equal. I really do. Wow. Like, I would it not be is surprised. going to be a rivalry also. at this point. I completely and totally disagree. <laughs> Fred Van Vliet's not there in three years. I don't I'm trying to read. Dylan Nick Brooks here. is not there in three years. They didn't mess it up by getting Harden. And I just think these young guys are going to get more and more. Jalen Green. Doka. Future right. assets. In three years, Shengun is with Ennis Cancer on Newsmax. <laughs> uh, I don't remember 9 11. He's better than that. <laughs> Great <laughs> uh, better than i don't think it's close i, I think, think it's, it's going to be close i think it's close i, I love my i love Amen thompson okay yeah, yeah that's a good point i love i, I think amen's gonna be really good also I think, I think matt has the comment of the night oh my god <laughs> my god he says Kyrie <laughs> becomes the next dennis rodman travels to north korea to end world war three uh, my Houston take is that eventually this talent that I do believe they have there in some capacity will rise to the top through all this muck they keep surrounding them with. Can it? Yes, How much eventually. of that talent is left in Houston in three years? I don't I don't know. Like you they said, they kind of have what they have because they've got picks out the door. I mean, they do have picks coming in the door as well, like Brooklyn. From Brooklyn. That's why I keep thinking. But what about if Brooklyn it. ends up being the Dame team? Right. He, he and Mikhail team up. I, I kind of think They're one of the young guys side. doesn't work out, like a Jalen Green maybe doesn't work out, and maybe or it's Jabari Amen. Smith or maybe it's, maybe maybe the core is Amen, Jabari, Shangun, and Cam Whitmore, and you package Jalen Green and and the, the Van Vliet salary or the Dylan Brooks salary and go get something complimentary, and that solves some problems. I think the Thunder are still going to be better, but I think it's going to be a very fun competitive rivalry at this point. It's kind of what I'm getting at. Pelicans in three years. Oh God! I have Thunder better. I, I know the Pelicans have the assets. I don't know what the Pelicans look like in three years. I have no like, idea. Has Zion overcome the bug, and is a dog an MVP candidate, or is Zion out of the league? I think they still have a pathway to be equal, even if Zion like retired tomorrow. Yeah, is like they they have picks coming in still as well. Like yeah. I don't know if Bi is there in three years, but if he's not, like I, I think. I think Trey, Mur- Trey Murphy could become be, take the BI role. Yeah. Right. Trey Murphy could be Mikhail Bridges. Uh, if BI is not there, he's probably traded and you get assets back. Like, I, I think they've got a pathway to still being really damn good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably go close to equal on that. Yeah. The Zion question is a big one, though. I mean, you only get so many shots that high in the draft, and 
when it doesn't pan out, it can be incredibly crippling. Yeah, I think I think too it's it's a good that's a good team to think about when we like project in the future because things happen. We've seen Ben Simmons, we've seen Zion, we've seen these players that like weird things happen to and like injuries like Jonathan Isaac. I'm not going to get you started, Jacob, but just because a guy has a good first or second year in the NBA, you can't just say like, yep, max player going to be great. Never going to miss games. And I think as, as people that cover the thunder, these exercises, we think about like best case scenario, like Chet's incredible. J-Dub continues this. Josh Giddy's an all-star. Shea's still an MVP. But like, doesn't happen like that. Like, yeah, you don't happen. hit on everything. You yeah. don't hit on everything. Unless you're the thunder. <laughs> Last one is Memphis. That's another podcast. Memphis in three years. If we went equal with the Pelicans, I think we probably have to say equal here, but there's a lot more variance probably with the Grizzlies compared to the Pelicans. Curious to your guys' thoughts. I think this is going to be a a hardcore rivalry in three years for sure. What's the the Grizzlies core that lasts for the next three years? Is it it Jawbane, Triple J? Yeah. Has to be. So long as they all can stay. Is healthy there anyone else that, that anyone else play. that gets into that? Kenny Lofted, baby. No, <laughs> GG Jackson. Uh, uh, Luke Kennard. More like uh, GG is Jackson. a fun one to keep an eye on. GG could uh, actually end up being like good in like four years. So, but that's perfect case scenario. Still, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he absolutely has the talent to be. Um, I mean, like Jacob Jaw Bain Triple J is awesome. I don't know what yeah. their pick situation is. Dude, I mean, assuming they, they just traded it. away two firsts. Yeah, they gave yeah. up some in that that uh, Marcus Smart deal. I, I I think I think whether you say equal or Thunder or better, I think you've got a a case in point. Agreed. Shay versus Jaw. Theoretically, Chet versus Triple J. <clears throat> like the Dub versus Bane. Like you have what Silva just said, like a budding awesome rivalry. Again, yeah. not really the grit and grind Grizz of old, but still a really awesome rivalry. Yeah. Would it be crazy to say if like we fast forward four years into the future that the top three in the West, um, maybe for like three to four straight years is in any order, Spurs, Memphis, Thunder? Like, is that crazy? Not crazy, but again, like I think Nick brought up a good point when we talked about the Lakers and Clippers. Like those big markets are always going to find ways to bring in. And like, if we're talking three, four years in the future, we also have to start talking about now again these these teams are going to be too young for it to really matter. But if LeBron James is the owner of the new Las Vegas team and yeah. the Seattle SuperSonics come back, there, to there's Seattle, so many variables. Like it's insane. Yeah. In three years, Cooper Flag is starting year two. Where Great is he point. at? That that changes the entire Great dynamic point. of this, right? He's in Utah, right? Or or what happens if like somehow one of these teams, like the Thunder, Spurs, um, Utah, or the Pelicans, who have planned so well and have all these different future picks and pick swaps, find themselves, yeah, like getting up there uh, close enough and then able to make a trade to get up to Cooper Flag? Like it, you bring up a good point. Hey, all I'm saying is sign me up for the Chet Cooper front front court. 
Hey, uh, who's winning the in-season tournament in three years? That's what I want to talk about. Yeah, that's right. Now we're talking. Silva, how many more sounders did we not get to? Well, there's only one, and it's this one. No, that's that a lot of swap. We got... Oh, there's no, an you didn't play the, that's a lot of swap. Right. That's, the other that's, one. The one, that's the only one we didn't get to? Yeah. We have a bunch of older sounders that I don't think made the new sound board. We, uh... Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Those are some good ones. Awesome. Gentlemen, any the thoughts before we get out of so here? Um, FIBA basketball does start up Friday, so wake up at 3 a.m. I, I I took a screenshot of Joe Masato's Oklahoma article. So that I was about way to say I you could... set your alarm for 3 a.m. You screenshotted the whole article with one screenshot. Huh? Well, a t- couple of them. Okay. Uh, yeah, Team Australia. and then I'm Canada's reporting you to, to the Daily bit. Oklahoman for... Do you subscribe or did you... Stealing articles. More of, a, more of a sell sports kind of guy. Oh. All right, so we'll play the sounder. <laughs> With this? Yes. Okay. Thank you guys for turning the un- uncontested tonight. We really appreciate you. We'll be back Sunday with some FIBA updates. No clue what we're going to talk about on Sunday. Besides that, we'll figure it out. Uh, we're also we're also thinking about doing. Taylor mentioned this earlier. Doing a conspiracy theory pod of all the NBA conspiracy theories, which could be a blast. So keep it glued to the uncontested, all your social channels, YouTube, everywhere you subscribe to your podcast. We will be back Sunday, 9 p.m. Central Time. Should have the whole crew there, I believe. We will see you guys then. Until then, and as always, Thunder Up! It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com